Oh, you're gonna sit on okay. Here. Face it. I don't know. No, this is fine. Hey, hey, hey. Oh god. Welcome to uh the Trees Falling in the Woods podcast. Is this with really myself, good? Rob Santos and Jeff Delnona. Alright. It's been a month hiatus. <clears throat> yes, everyone, welcome to the Trees Falling in the Woods reunion. Reunion, pretty <laughs> and, much. And holiday spectacular slash End of year special. Right. How we doing? Uh, no, I'm, Did we run out of no, <laughs> steam? Yeah, it's been so long, I got nothing to say. That That's what happens when it's been so long. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, put the phone down. <laughs> Just, no, it's. I think it's working. Hold on. Yeah, it's working. Okay. Should we reveal, like, the location and why we're testing all this right now? Yeah, I just left my computer at home. Yeah, but not just that. <laughs> what? We've made a grand return from our humble beginnings. Oh, to yeah. Jeff Studios. The Jeff Studios now. So now we've basically gone full circle and come back to where it all began. Yeah, so this episode will be fantastic. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> you know. Actually, it, it's... I don't even know the format of our show. Do you have a format? Not really. I mean, we just kind of talk shit. Oh, yeah, we do have a format. We're allowed to remove a junior. <laughs> God damn it. Yo. Since I've been away, man, it's been I just, quite a year. Yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, since, like when you like, it's I don't know if it's like the quote unquote New Yorker in me, but I just don't. It's not you say I just don't care. It's just like some dude almost hit me with his car the other day. Yeah, I was on my way to an appointment, and the guy just he just cuts me. I'm like I'm walking. You know the little area that you get like right when you go in the driveway, and it's that that driveway area that's there. Yeah, and so it's like you know you got the. Uh, yeah, so you pull up in that little small, it looks like a small ramp, and you just go right into the driveway. Well, he, I was walking along, minding my business, because I don't have a car anymore. So I'm, I'm walking from wherever it was I was coming from to the appointment. And right when I was walking, almost almost out of the little ramp area, and then the guy just pulls up and yeah. almost hits me. I was so close to him that I slapped the back of his car. Yeah. Like, I just I smacked it as hard as I could. Style, yeah. yeah, I was just like, yo. And I was like, and, and then part of me was just like, ah, right, fuck that guy. I'm just keep it moving. But then I thought about it. He looked at me and then turned his head because I think he knew that he fucked up. Yeah. So, like, right there was one of those moments. It was like it was a teaching moment right there where I could teach this guy to not do that. So I went back to where he was and I said, hey, you in the blue shirt, watch where you're fucking driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, you know, because you almost fucking hit me. And uh, <laughs> I said, like, yeah, I'm talking to you, blue shirt. I know you fucking see me. You can keep walking. If you don't, you're lucky I'm not going to come over there a little further. Yeah. But if... You know, just watch where you're fucking driving, you pussy. And, and then I just kept going. And then as I walked away, there was a dude that saw me. There was a dude that he was like in a um, he was like in a triple A car or something like that. And he asked me, he's like, dude, are you all right? I was like, oh, you saw that? He's like, yeah, I saw the guy almost hitting you. He's like, it's like he could have slowed down if he wanted to. You know, he could have like gave you a little bit of time because I really did not have pay any attention to the road because you know when you're on the sidewalk. You don't worry, well, worry about... You don't assume that the road is going to come and get you yeah, on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. like, you don't... No, none of that. 
you don't think any of that shit. So when it came over, when it came over like that, I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening here? Like yeah, he just, yeah. like he legit was probably going 20 miles an hour going into that. Yeah. If you go 20 miles an hour going into a driveway, that's pretty yeah, fast. Into the driveway, it's fast. Yeah, but and and so I was like really pissed and like I just did not care in that moment. Like he would have came and tried to fight me. And it's, All right, that's just what we had to do this morning. <laughs> you know this is how I die. Yeah, seriously, I mean, I mean, I might win, but I might die too. Or actually, the dude is I don't I don't even care. I don't even care like how big he was or small he was. I just know that there was a white dude with glasses, and I would have took his fucking knees out <laughs> as soon as he would have came rushing the, me or something is, like that. The thing is, here's the thing: like you're you're a pretty chill guy, and you know I've known you forever, right? But whenever you talk about like getting into a fight. Anybody that like would 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 see you would probably be like oh well, he's full of shit but I believe you every time yeah because but the thing is I don't find, yeah I, I'm not like that it's funny because I'm not like that I I do not right I, but if I, you had to yeah and the guy that who said something to me I was like dude I really appreciate you being so kind thank you for like you enjoy yeah, the rest yeah. of your day and you know it's like at least someone cared and, like in that moment you know human nature you know you want someone to like for someone like him to come up and just say hey dude you okay everything's cool I was like oh that meant a lot so it's like oh thank you so yeah. much so the i kind of got closure in the situation but the guy knows what he did and if i ever see his west hartford ass again who knows i probably will never recognize him but i mean he'll recognize me because he'll, he'll know a dude with a fucking afro yeah, yeah. you know i'm one of those guys that people will, will remember and shit but it was uh and it was very off-putting it was very off and i was very pissed i thought wait this happened in the city or no this happened yesterday yes oh okay you this were happened out here. out here in connecticut okay. yeah i had an appointment because i still have appointments to do out here and shit yeah so i uh Oh shit! I was, that's even worse. Though. I was gonna say, like in the city, there's this level of aggression that people have with driving that I I could imagine that you would be that, would, that sort of thing would be more likely to happen versus out you know versus here where people you know hopefully drive more normally. But oh no, my god, the driving in New York is stupid. No, even then though, like in New York, you know, being out there, the one thing that really bothers me out there is just the fact that how everybody's just moving so fast. They're like everyone's in a hurry to get somewhere, yeah. and people will cut you off and they'll go around you and they'll, you know, and then there's Jesus people asking you from um you know to repent, <laughs> and then there's other people asking you for money, and then it's like, dude, I don't want to. If I listen, if I were to give as much money, if I were to like. If I had a if I had a dollar for like every time I had to give someone money, I, mean, I, I would have to make a budget out for these homeless people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I have to make a budget for the homeless and shit. I think it's like because when you're in New York City and you live there, like the reason everyone's in such a rush is because wherever they are in that moment, nobody wants to be there. Right. You know, <laughs> just trying. Yeah. I gotta get home, but I don't even want to be there. Yeah, like, I just. I, it's funny because like being away for so long and coming back, it's like I'm so chill. Like it, you know, like the first time I went out there, I had no. No clue. You eventually, yeah. you know, become like it's almost like the like what was that movie with Finding Nemo? Yeah, Finding Nemo where the, all the turtles were like swimming really yeah, fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like once you're off, like that's it. They still keep going, yeah. and then you can. That's the way it felt like. It's like once you like, pop myself back on, and yeah. I'm just flying away. I'm going yeah. real quick with them. That's what happened the last and you had time. The, I was there. the turtles had probably, which is like okay, we'll go with the flow. Yeah, stuff. but it's just so different now, man. And like it's it's just and it's so white. <laughs> it's so white. Okay. New York where, is where so York? fucking white. I didn't believe it was that fucking white. Yeah, I mean, it is white. You weren't you the advocate for gentrification? Oh yeah, episode? oh yeah, but it is fucking white. I mean, you think about yeah. it, it's like you think, oh, New York and Harlem is gonna be cool. And then are you, no. are you in Harlem or no? Yeah, I live in Harlem because the Harlem. It's funny because Harlem stretches out from like the one, I think, right at the top of. Central Park. Yeah. And then it goes, I want to say like 110 to 151st. 
both ways, going from like the east to the west end, and it's like, and that's and that's Harlem. I think that's that's the one sacred place in the world that you don't gentrify. Yeah, and that's pretty much what's happening. Like when I'm seeing people on 125th Street and like on Malcolm X Boulevard and and, and um, Martin Luther King Boulevard, and I'm seeing these cats walk around at two o'clock in the morning with their heads up with so much goddamn confidence, it just that <laughs> shit made me uncomfortable. Like, why are you walking with so much confidence out here, white people? And, <laughs> and they're like, don't worry, I saw both those movies. <clears throat> yeah, I know what's it, up. It, yeah, it was so ridiculous, man. Watching that, like I've seen these guys around, it's like it's almost like. Like okay, well, that's the last thing that we sort of have, and then now y'all taking that shit too, <laughs> you know? And it's like, man, yo, this is the game has changed, man. Like four years ago, it wasn't like that. Mm. You have a couple people sprinkled in, but now it's more. Like there's a guy, one of my Uber drivers, actually yesterday was driving me around, and he's from the Bronx. He lives in the Bronx, but he's been up here doing Uber shit with his for um because he's been hanging out with his brother for the yeah, past. Yeah, these few Uber weeks. motherfuckers drive far. Yeah, they'll drive far, but he was just up here, so he was already working oh, okay. for him. So he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go ahead and do shit here." Yeah. And uh, he he told he was t- talking about the same thing about how gentrification is crazy, how like there's more white people because before back in the day they wouldn't go past 116 yeah. on the west end because that's where uh, Columbia is. Is it is it though honest <clears throat> to goodness gentrification or is it just that like white people are moving into straight there? gentrification? So so it's like those, and they're the moving there. South Park episodes where they're making making Whole Foods and. Okay. Yeah, man, it's All it's right. it's like that. Is it do you, in your honest opinion? Is it a problem? Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it's you gotta. The problem that exists is like, is it a problem that these white people are coming up here minding their business and living their life? No, no, that's not yeah, a problem. Yeah. The problem that it, that's there is just the fact that one, it's I'll be I admit it's a, it, I don't want to say it's uncomfortable, but it, it's a little thought provoking mm-hmm. because you expect a certain dynamic, and then yeah. when you see, it's almost like. It's almost like if, if, you know, when black people go into an all-white neighborhood and you're like, wait a minute, hold up, you know, what, what are they doing here? Mm-hmm. And it's not like a bad thing. You just kind of think about it. It's like, oh, shit, we got a new family in the street. Um, they happen to be black or Puerto Rican or whatever. You know, they're cool, but let's see how they really are. Okay. That's kind of how it is when I think about white people. I say, okay, they're cool, but let's just see how they are. But honestly, they don't fuck with me. Yeah. They don't They don't really cause no problems. You know, they're not trying to sell any drugs off of anyone's block, which is that's the major part, which is the incumbent people that are fucking the game up. They're just around. The problem that exists is the fact that you got all these fucking new shops and shit, and you got these new stores or these new like restaurants with these quinky, quirky ass names and shit. And that's the only thing that throws me off is the fact that. You know, the cost of living is getting higher. Or when you, uh, when I look on a building and it says, you know, uh, luxury apartments available, it's like luxury apartments available. Word. <laughs> and that <laughs> Why didn't means. Why you show me those in the first place? Yeah, but and then that means like the cost of rent is going up. Yeah, like yeah. before I left, I can get a one bedroom apartment for 900 to 1000 mm-hmm. Now. Which is fucking crazy expensive if you really. If you, but at four years ago, that was good. Yeah. Four years ago, we thought that was expensive. Yeah. Now it's twelve to $1,300. For a one bedroom, if I wanted to get a two bedroom, which I'm looking to do, yeah, it's sixteen hundred dollars, the cheapest, maybe fifteen fifty. Yeah, you know, and and that's the problem that's occurring now. I want to make a T-shirt that says "I big heart, but in that heart written inside fucking hate." Under that, New York. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> like I mean, listen, for me, New York's a fun place to visit, but like I just like and, and listen, I'm proud of you for going out there and and, and and like trying to get back into what you need to do. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I like the last time I went there, I, I was just like angry the entire time. No, it just takes a lot out of a person. It really yeah. does. You just got to go in 
there with a whole different mindset. Like, yeah. you know, the funny thing is, like, now that I'm an older guy, I'm a dad, and, and I left and I came back, and, you know, like, it's just different. You know, like, I felt like I came to Connecticut to be a man, and I'm going back to New York to get my name back. Yeah. And so, like, I go out there with the principles that I learned here and bring them out there, and it's just like, oh, it's nothing. This is it's night and day now because yeah. now it's just like I'm not the same kid I was 28, 29 years old before I left. So it, it just makes more sense for me now to sort of be chill. Like when I talk to people, like I saw a couple of comedian friends that I know on the street, and when I asked them what's up, it's like, hey, how's everything going? And it's like, oh, yo, you know, stand-up's good. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear about you. How, you know what shows you're doing or anything like that. I want to know how you are. Yeah. And whereas before it was different. You know, when you ask someone how they were, they immediately talk about comedy. And, yeah. yeah. And and it's not like that anymore. I wonder if that's for like, me at least. Like, I, I I think that like your patience for city life and the fact that you're asking your fellow comedians like how they're doing as people comes from a place that only like a guy who had to come home and have a kid could come from yeah you know? oh hell yeah because you, you have dealt with literal shit storms <laughs> yeah seriously because you just like and then the fact is like nothing else it's just like none of that other stuff matters man you just kind of go with the whole idea that like you know you're here to do you're here for a purpose or you're here to like you know you're here to I don't know, you're here for a purpose, and my purpose is be be a dad and 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 to be a comic, I suppose. Yeah. And and you sort of find out what works for you and what you like to do the most, and you just really find a a good balance between the two. You know, you find a good balance between home life and professional life, and and so for me, it's just like you know, I found that equilibrium. I found that that ideal to just sort of like, hey, you know, what's going on? This is cool, and then kind of go from there whereas before man used to be I used to be a junkie to get on stage man yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I still want to bust ass to get on stage but now oh the whole shit hold on this phone is blowing up yeah let me ask you a question Around real quick like, so. I'll, I'll just like shove this in real quick alright so we're, we're, did you tell me that you know someone, uh, a comedian named Ricky Velez? Is that a person that you've told me about before? Yeah, my man Ricky. Is he the one that's on the nightly show with Larry Wilmore? There's a Ricky Velez. Yeah, on yeah, that's show. him. That's him. Oh shit, he, he was good the other night. I, uh, did a, a bit where I guess he visited the South and like pretend like they thought he was from the future because he had a cell phone or some shit. Oh yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, so uh, shout out to Ricky Velez if, if yeah right. yeah no Ricky yeah my man because him Ricky because Ricky and I we came up together doing the mics and stuff yeah and so what we would do is like so he would he used to intern at Broadway Comedy Club I used to intern over there too and this is like right around like so he was interning you know in, in the offices and I was uh, interning seating people and so we were all like. You know, he was getting time over there. He was considered to be passed. I was, con- I wasn't really considered passed. I was still like, I was considered passed, but I was still getting work there. You know, and so he was like, but they what wouldn't put pass me. Mean? Being passed in a comedy club is basically. I were back. Oh, that sucked because my mom was on the phone. No, it was funny. It, actually, it's really sad that you guys missed out on that because it was yeah, pretty comedy I'm, gold. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm hoping this shit works because it's in red now. Hold on a second. Part of the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, okay, we're back again, guys. I got a phone call from my mother, but then it's doing this shit. I'm like, that's doing this shit. It's doing what, like the that. microphone? Yeah, it's doing like this out, this external mic, and that's not what I want. So fuck, we're just gonna use the phone mic. Fuck it. Right, we're on the we phone are. again. Yeah. So we're no, like, up. like our roots and shit. No, we um, 
No, like I said, when I came with Ricky, him and him and I were doing some stuff. I mean, I'm happy as hell for Ricky. Yeah. Um, he was him and I used to have conversations all the time. Even when he was getting put on, man, he him and I we would talk a lot about shit. Mm-hmm. And um, he's very very thoughtful guy. And um, you know, and he was always concerned about certain things about himself. But he's a, he's just a good dude, man. Because he just he wants to be good so bad that he just that he's busting his ass for it, you know, just like all of us. And I got a lot of respect for him. I'm very happy that he's out there doing this thing, you know. I'm just extremely happy for him. Yeah. And like I said, we were both working together at Broadway Comedy Club, and you know, um, we were both trying to get put on. I remember we were doing like the comedy show, a comedy strip, comic strip, um, uh, what you call it, show like um, the. The um, what was it? The lottery show and the lottery show basically is consisted of you trying to get passed at a club and getting passed at a club means that you can work at that club getting paid spots. Yeah. So I got a couple spots paid those no on at those locations, but you basically get to be put on as a regular. You know, mm-hmm. you basically get put on as a um, as a right. You know, like, so, yeah, they book you for sh- spots there. So like, let's say for instance, I'm past if I'm past that Broadway and at New York Comedy mm-hmm. Club and at Comic Strip, that means I can probably do three sets a night. Over at Broadway, so like over right. at um at Broadway, New York Comedy Club, and the Strip. So let's say there's a show o'clock. There's a show over at Broadway at eight ten at eight o'clock. My set starts at eight ten. I got to be there by eight ten for my spot. Yeah. Uh, let's say for instance afterwards, but then I got another. I got a nine. There's a, a nine o'clock show going on at at um, New York Comedy Club, and my spot's at nine thirty. Then I got to be at New York Comedy Club by nine thirty, and then at the end it off. Let's just say there's a late show going on at the um, Comic Strip. Then at my set starts. Up at 1140, then I gotta be at the comic strip by 1140 for my set. So the only time you're never not in that turtle stream is when you're actually on stage. Is what you're saying? Yeah, it doesn't. Not, <laughs> you yeah, run from club. Yeah, club. Do, yeah, exactly. Even to running from club. But to that's club, how man. it is. But I, and then you maybe like twenty twenty five bucks a spot. Yeah. Um, depending. You pay. Hmm? No, no, no. They, they pay, pay you. you. Okay. Yeah, twenty twenty five bucks a spot. That's how you make your dough, man. Uh, yeah. There's a couple guys I know that are doing that. Yeah. You know, there's some guys that got passed and they got these certain type of passes where they um, they essentially get uh, they get put on in a different way. Like they get they get like um, small passes where they can like a small pass where they can work the late shows after the real shows mm-hmm. and then they work their way up from there. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's levels to it. And then like so right before I left. Ricky and I were getting those opportunities to do shows like that, and yeah. I did the comic strip um, showcase, like this no, comic strip, um, the lottery showcase, and I, I nailed it. And then Ricky's like, "Yo, you killed it, man! You killed it!" And nothing came of it. And he's like, "Yo, it's what happened?" It's like, "Yo, nothing came of it, man." And then like right around that time. Erica was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I didn't really tell anybody about it, but then I started letting people know that Erica was pregnant, and that's when like Shiraz Small, who he really liked my shit, he was yeah. like, "Dude, you're past. Don't worry about it. Just keep showing up." So I was showing up for a little bit, and then like right around that late October, mid to late October, I was gone. Yeah. So I was only around for like a month yeah. before I took off. So that Shiraz Small could have been my way in. You know, I mean, I, and, and and the thing is, is like, you know, I could tell Ricky, like, yo, I'm back out in the city, man. Yeah. You know, like, yo, let me know what's good. And it's like, but I want to earn my shit. Yeah, you want to build it. Yeah, sure. I want to earn my shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, and the thing is, that's how you can, that's how you got to do it anyways. Even if I, even if I were to tell Ricky, hey, I'm back out again, you know, he'll, if, if he could put me on a show, which, you know, I still want to earn my shit. Yeah. So, and the thing is about Ricky, man, his confidence level's got to be insanely high right now. You don't. Want to Nick Cannon your way into into the comedy world? Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, from my understanding of, of of the comedy community, it's like if you just use connections and stuff like that, like you, you, there's no respect. You don't, and, and you know, if you're a comedian, you 
You want respect. Yeah, you want, you want, I want to get my name back. So now, like, yeah. I, one of my buddies that I'm cool with is oh, my man, Mike Cannon. He's been doing stuff on TV. Oh yeah, Mike Cannon's another <laughs> funny dude. So yeah, it's just very similar to Nick Cannon. So yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, Mike Cannon, but Mike Cannon is actually funny. So yeah, he's like, actually talented. Yeah, at least <laughs> as a, definitely as a comic, man. Yeah, yeah. Mike Cannon, I think, is a better comedian than uh, than Nick Cannon because everyone is a better comedian. Yeah, yeah, but no, but Mike is a good dude, man. I saw him down walking down the street coming from an open mic. You know, I was just talking to him. You know, I was just telling him like, "Yo, I'm just an open mic here again." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he was just like, "Yeah, man, just uh, whenever you're whenever you're ready, man, just let me know. I'll, I'll try to get you on in front of the guys at the stand." Yeah. And yeah. like, all right, bet. You know, yeah. I mean, my thing is just keep working, stay hungry, yeah. uh, stay humble, just keep having fun with it. You know, that's that's the whole deal now. And now that like you know, I'm getting out there more. I, just, I man, since I've been a lonely fucking road, man. I just lonely as hell, just sitting in the room by yourself after a while and working at a job all. All the fucking time and the only thing you want to do is just you know get up and then there's some times where i didn't like i know I, the first two weeks i was out i didn't touch a stage at all yeah and then like the third week i started really hitting it and then like so I, i've probably been up like 20 some odd times in the past three and a half weeks yeah that's good i mean that's the thing like you you've got all that time alone which you know i know is lonely but yeah you like you sent me your 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 newer stuff and, and some of the old stuff that you've been tweaking a bit and 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 it's fucking good it's i, I like it Thank you. Really good. Thank you. Yeah. Make my dick hard with that shit. Well, <laughs> you know. no, it's it's funny because like you get sharper, and I'll be honest with you guys. Like anybody out there listening, man, the more you do it, the better you get at shit. And it's like the stuff that I did in the beginning. Like I I, I had ideas about in my head, but I never wrote it mm-hmm. to where it like to where it was worded that way. It just yeah. came out naturally. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. Like in in my experience with you, you're a completely different person when you're on stage. Totally, right? Yeah, because you have, like, you know, in, in regular life, you know, like, you don't have that, con- you, you weirdly don't have the confidence right here, right now. No, I'm off. That you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. No, no yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying, no, like, but it makes sense. when you, be, you become something different when you're up there and there's a crowd in front of you. Because you don't think, you yeah. react. Like, it's a, it's a different type of reaction. Like, yeah. when I'm doing these mics now, and I'm making this whole fucking podcast rob heavy but um <laughs> but when i'm on this when i when I, like i'm on the mics man and like the mics used to be really bad they're still bad but they're not as bad yeah. because you can find a way to make them entertaining for yourself like i like watching young comedians get up and then do their thing and then yeah. like sort like watching them sort of do comedy speech you know like they think well, the <laughs> comic supposed to sound like this yeah, and yeah. do all no it's just yeah. like yo be yourself like my voice gets deeper uh, and then my voice gets a little deeper, even though my voice is deep, but it gets a little deeper. Um, I'm trying to slow up a little more, uh, but it's just a different type of feel when I'm up there. So it just, Damn. and not like my deal, I'm just trying to fucking get this shit out. That's the thing. I wonder if it's a matter of like you go into this, this survival mode and you're just really good at surviving. Pretty much. I mean, even outside of the stage, you know, just being yeah. survivor out in the street. Yeah. You know, just it's a different to, type of survival. That's a yeah. different type of, but when you're on stage in front of people, it's just something that pokes out and just yeah. says, Hey, let's do this shit. And believe me, I'm not, that, that's not trying to like, that's a compliment. It's not, it's not, oh, no, I don't, no, 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 not anything all. or anything like that. No, but. I don't, no, no, no. I don't yeah. think that at all. It's just, no, but cause I agree with it. It's like when, like the one thing I've noticed about guys being in the mic scene is that they don't, they have funny jokes but they don't have personality yeah you know it's like they don't have a presence yeah there's yeah. just something missing like what I would would I watch that guy for 15 minutes 
Yeah. Would I watch that guy for half an hour? And majority of it is no. Mm-hmm. Like, I did a show a while back, like one of the first spots that I did, it was awful. It was bad. It was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But because the people that I was performing in front of, they just didn't want to hear it. And, you know, and that was just me sort of spitball, not spitballing, but me just sort of trying to get my legs underneath me. And it was it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good, <laughs> you know. And it was one of those things like I felt like I kind of half bombed. But the thing is, is one woman I was one comedian, she's very awesome, Leanne Lord. She's fucking awesome, graceful fucking woman, mm-hmm. great comic. And she was saying it's just they want to hear the, the truth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And and I just keep bringing it every single night. So when I'm doing these open mics. My deal is like, cause a lot of open micers, what they try to do is, is they try to like be the funniest at the mic and they try to be the best guy at the mic or they try to like make everyone else laugh I don't give a fuck if people laugh or not you know I'm just gonna keep going but a lot of these guys don't know what it's like to do comedy elsewhere or get paid for their time Mm -hmm. you know or have to be a a professional if you will yeah you know there's a certain level of professionalism that comes along with it and a lot of these guys are just fucking freeballing it's like nah man fucking work your shit like a while ago this one dude got this, this one comedian named Ed something I don't know he got punched in the face because he kept saying, he said the word nigger like three times. Who? Who <laughs> At an open mic. Some was dude. It, was it a white guy? It was a white guy. He said the word nigger like three times or whatever. And apparently, you know, because he was, the joke apparently was him talking about like how, you know, like, like his black friend calls him his nigger. Like, yeah, you my nigger. And, you know, yeah. and he's like, yeah, you my nigger too or some shit like that. And I'm, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. But he said he got punched in the face for it. He got sucker punched. And I guess it was a black guy. It was a black guy who hit him. And well, any, yeah, anybody yeah, else yeah. would be weird. And the crazy thing is... Like, Social justice yeah, warrior. Yeah, yeah there's so <laughs> yeah. many stories to it saying that. But at first, like some people, like comedians, like, everyone was talking about it. And people were just like, yeah, it looks like there was a good punchline. Or, you know, yeah, well, I'm yeah. surprised you should have been hit even more. And it's like, wait a minute, really? He's a comedian. He's yeah, just yeah, telling a joke. Yeah, He's trying it, to no, talk gra- some truth. Granted, it was yeah. awful. The execution was awful. And apparently yeah. leading up to it was just it was even worse. So it was kind of like he was well, being shit, offensive yeah. in the beginning. That's the thing. You yeah. have to put the spoonful of sugar before the medicine can go down. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he wasn't doing that because most guys, like when I've been doing the open mics, man, it's fucking awful. Like it's misogynistic. Okay. It's homophobic. Mm-hmm. It's it's feministic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's even a word. It's <laughs> <laughs> So the feminism like is at an all time high. It's it's um it's all those racist. It's all those different things. Well, you know, it's funny because it seems like when you, I mean, okay, when you start out like in comedy, it's like being a child, and when you're young, mm-hmm. you you have all those simple ideas about things, and you don't gain the complexity until you until you age, and you have to age as a comic too. You Pretty know? much, it's like everyone talks about their dick, and then like eventually they jack off enough where it's like, you know what, I can actually get a girlfriend, and then when they get a girlfriend in comedian terms, it's like they become better off as comics yeah. where they no longer have to talk about their dick. Yeah. No, that's pretty much the puberty level of yeah, it. That's and exactly, you just yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's, so there's a certain level of growth that comes with it. And even now with feminism being the way it is, because, you know, now women being empowered, which is I think is great, but at the same time, it's it's a little annoying because... Well, because the pendulum is, is swinging pretty far. Yeah, and like, honestly, I don't give a fuck about how you... Like, if you think of yourself highly as a man, as a woman, as a, as a, yeah. um, as, as a transgendered, as a, as a gay person, that's cool. But 
bring out the jokes, you know, I mean, like, where's the funny, you know, I talk about being a beige guy, I mean, I can go on and on about being a beige dude, but if I'm not bringing any funny behind it, then, you know, it's why just, I'm, it's just a slam poetry, pretty section. much, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's just me just venting out where I already pay yeah, someone yeah. X amount per month to go ahead and talk yeah. to her anyways, yeah, and you it, know, it, you know, of course, like, we're, what, what is it, um, Justice versus fairness, or something like that, or what we talked about it one time. Oh, being equal versus being fair. Yeah, like being yeah, treated yeah. equally versus being fairly. Yeah, so yeah, I don't want to be treated equally; just treat me fairly. That's exactly yeah. Right. We're all for fairness, so of course, like feminism is great and, and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But like you know, like Rob said, bring the funny. Yeah, or like I'll just kick, or someone's gonna kick the soapbox from underneath you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> because the thing is, it's like I don't think people get it. Like. I guess I'm at the point now where it's like there's this one book um, by Stephen Pressfield called Turning Pro. I gotta start reading it again. Mm-hmm. And it comes to a point where the amateur turns into a pro. Mm-hmm. And the amateur, like, the, the, like, there's so many good points that he's made in the book. Like the amateur, like, the, I don't know the amateur just kind of free balls it and just you know goes in without any type of intention. Whereas the pro goes in with 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 uh, with, with skill. It goes in with intentions on on working on something and, and being steadfast. Right. You know, so those are some of the things the difference between the amateurs and the pros. And that's why the uh, like there's so many people that are just happy being open micers and just like this one dude the other day was just fucking yelling about like just yelling about Syria and, and Donald Trump and mm-hmm. it. It it's was heck like, now. It's, it, oh my god! Yeah. ISIS, Donald Trump, yeah, feminism. Right, um, it just—it's ridiculous. And the funny thing is, the thing that bothered me the most—the fact that, that guy had something that got shitted on. He got okay. One, you got—he should never have gotten punched in the face. I don't give a yeah. fuck what you say. I'm at the point in my life. I'm 33. About to be 33 soon. Um, I don't give a fuck about what it is you say. Mm-hmm. No person has the right to punch another person in the mouth unless the person who's talking shit is saying, yo, you're a nigga. Then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, then, like then, if then. You, if you're trying to yeah. outright offend someone. Yeah, but if you're even, trying. To, even then, that's quite. Like, like, you know, because you could just be, all right, whatever your opinion's done, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, and the, like, in my, in my uh, opinion, it's, it's the only time you ever have a right to hit someone is if they're trying to hit you first. Right, even, yeah, even then. Really. But, but again, I, I get your point. But if someone's coming at you, like, on the street or something like that, yo, you number fucking nigga, go fuck yourself, this yeah. and that. Yeah, you have the option to keep it moving, but, you know, if. if if you hit that person, then my opinion, you're not in the wrong. Yeah. But I've never, well, only by you. Yeah, but even then, though, like if someone's, <laughs> trying to, if someone's trying to outright dehumanize you and disrespect you, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, a different if story. They, and if they keep getting in your face about it and yeah. like, they just won't leave you alone. Yeah, you that's, know, then, you. then you get it. But when I saw these other black comedians, that, that these urban black, whatever you fucking want to call us, and I'm watching them talk about this dude and make these sly, quick remarks and saying that he should have said it this time, he, you know, something like, no, he should have been hit more or he should have been this. It's like, Wait a minute. Why shit on a dude, man? I, I put a post up saying, hey, look, man, I don't know you, but I do know one thing. You know, we all make mistakes. You know, hopefully become a better man and a better comedian from learning from this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it looks like there was more leading into it from what people are saying than what you're saying. But I tell you what, man, I believe in each one, teach one. If you ever see me around the way, man, just say, hey. You know, because my thing is, like, I don't believe in shitting on somebody when they're down. Like, yeah. who knows how he feels? And the guy, when I was reading the post, man, he didn't really seem like he was being defiant. He was really trying to defend his artistic point of view. Mm-hmm. He really was. Whereas when people, they get the N-word, they immediately just, 
they don't hear nothing else. Yeah. Well, and, and it also, I mean, based on what you told me about the joke, it sounds like he's just like trying, trying to understand what that all means. When, yeah. When you are friends with a black person, and they call you that. Yeah. What are what are the ups and downs and ins and outs of that sort of thing? That 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 kind of relationship, you know. Right. That's, it sounds like he's trying to explore that. Right. And that's and like one of my buddies, Jerry Mor- Jerry Morgan, he's got a joke similar to that, saying you know, because and basically the joke is is off of me, mm-hmm. and like basically saying yo, you my nigga. And it's like yeah, you're my nickel, Rob, my nickel, because <laughs> that's the amount of value I put on a relationship. You know that type of <laughs> shit. You know, and I told he told me she tried to do it, but he was always afraid of doing it because he wasn't he was afraid of offending somebody yeah. because of the word. It's like I, I don't know. For me, it doesn't bother me, but that's just sort of what it's like doing open mic comedy in, in in New York right now. I mean, it's just like people in Connecticut wouldn't dare to do that. It's a different dynamic. One of my buddies, yeah. he, he realized how white Connecticut is. <laughs> you know, like how white it is here. Yeah. Like, but it's like, also it's also white in in like the the social justice kind of way too because like and I mentioned that I mentioned that term and like it's not a bad term I'm not I'm not trying to say like oh my god you know PC culture has gone too far yeah in, in certain ways it has but like you know the, the the backlash to it is just as bad yeah you know what I mean like but white people these days are getting offended for people yeah far more than I think people that should be offended are actually being offended yeah it's just it's funny because that's out I look at places out and about and just places outside of New York City outside of these major popular metropolitan areas mm-hmm. because in New York I mean I guess the guy got mad because the guy who hit him probably got mad maybe because he didn't like the guy that could be another reason mm-hmm. so but for me it's just like it's it's sort of like, yeah, people are getting upset for other people and shit. I mean, that's always the case, but you know, which is which is kind of a sweet gesture if you think about it. But like again, it, it don't go, it can go too far. That's like I don't know. That's like someone trying to chew my food for me and give it to me. <laughs> which, you know what I mean? Like, it's a sweet gesture. Yeah, they don't want but, you to but, choke. But, no, but, but I'm, you're I'm, a grown man. I'm you a grown person. Yourself, I can yeah. I can get upset for my own shit. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't need you to chew my food. You know, okay, like man, I was just trying to help. You know, he's like, no, you can keep the sandwich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even like this though. Yeah, you know, but wanted to help you out. Yeah, yeah. You it's just, like you were struggling. <laughs> no, I'm just pacing myself, can I, can man. Can I build a Whole Foods in your neighborhood? Yeah, exactly. You know, you fucking kill yourself. Well, it it's, it's funny, too, because I wanted to talk about a little bit um, when we talked about the gentrification of Harlem. It's like, I feel like the people are moving in and 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 like you said, they're walking around with like confidence. Yeah, which I, which <laughs> bothers you. <laughs> yeah, like, but but it's, it, it's again, I, I you know, it, growing up in the era that I have as 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 being in the demographic that I'm in, we do do these things in order to be like, hey man, like we do. <laughs> oddly enough, we don't want you to feel uncomfortable in your own skin. Like, yeah. look, it, it's gonna sound real bad, but like, look. I'm not afraid of you. You're just a person like me. Like mm-hmm. society in the past has told us, like to be afraid of you know of of, of that area or yeah. the people that live in that area. But I, I feel like the people that are moving in are, are kind of going like, okay, it's what, what's the problem? Like, no, it just it bothers me because I think it's funny. <laughs> well, That's why it's just it's very funny. It's in good my, fodder it, for your yeah, uh, just yeah, just think about white confidence like that. <laughs> the thing that bothers white me. Confidence. Is, 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 
That's all it is. It's just straight white confidence. Oh my god. And and that guy. That's that, the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, but it I'm is. Laughing like a fucking jackal. <laughs> yeah. Because right. that's what it is. It's just straight white confidence. Like <laughs> like I always said, man. Like when I see young white comedians, they have a certain level of confidence. Like <laughs> this white confidence. Like I don't have that outside yeah, of this. But, well, it, yeah. It, like it, I was like, it, you, it like you just described, man. I, like when I'm off stage, man, I'm just like, hey, what's good, man? How we doing? Because it comes from a place <laughs> of <laughs> of white privilege where you don't recognize. Mm. I mean, like not not that they're like callously like ignoring the idea <clears throat> of white privilege, but they're it's yeah. just like, well, it's always been this way. I don't. What's the problem? Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. That's, that's it. Like that guy went in there with white confidence, and what happened? His fucking his, his shit got checked, and now he don't like. Wait a minute, hold up. Now now he knows what it's like to be. Yeah, I don't say be black, but, no. <laughs> but he kind of knows what it's like to not have white confidence. Yeah, to, it's yeah. going to take a while for him to get. To not have confidence. everything naturally go your way. Exactly, yeah. like your luck just constantly hitting, like being on your side. So fuck, Rob. I think I have white confidence. <laughs> you, you do. Every, listen, all y'all have it, man. Like. All <laughs> Like guys got it. And the thing is, you can see people, man. Like, like I like guys in the suits and shit like that, man. You just see yeah. how they are, man. These guys that puff their chests out and walk around, like, like even working in that kind of like, no, but, but even but, like even in retail, man. Like yeah, the, the yeah. level of that type of confidence, man. Especially when it comes to old money too. Like people who have yeah, old yeah, money, yeah, yeah, those fuckers, man. But when I see a young twenty-one. 19, well not 19, 20, 21, 22 year old kid, white kid coming from wherever and he's just getting, he's going on and on about shit it's like damn this nigga's white confidence is, is really sick And but it just, it's how the game goes I, said, I have another term for that that I developed uh, when a, some friends and I were playing Cards Against Humanity like a month ago, I think I told you about it yeah but the, the cards were um the, the 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 black card was something along the lines of like uh, welcome to the uh, the something something resort where you can enjoy blank by the pool mm-hmm. and uh, the, like all the card the white cards that were given were awesome but the one that stuck out the most to me was white privilege yeah and so uh, it was I, really cool yeah, yeah it pool. was just like well isn't that every vacation <laughs> you can enjoy white privilege by the pool yeah and then I start I coined the term white privilege miles yeah oh yeah white privilege miles yeah those are all- that's white confidence white yeah. privilege miles is like you can just do whatever you yeah. want. Listen, man, it's it's awesome. That's why I always wanted to be white for vacation. <laughs> I never wanted to go nowhere. You, you want me to? I just want to be some white privilege. I want to be white. Me. Yeah, as I'm saying, we're saying that. I want to be white for two weeks straight. You know, like, like everything is half. I get off, you a wig. You, know? you can probably pass. Absolutely, I pass for everything, man. I'm half everything. <laughs> yeah, that's, you true. Know? that's <laughs> like, true. One I'm, of the brilliant new bit lines <laughs> in one of Rob's bits that you have, you guys have to hear sometimes. Yeah, oh, just being half everything. I almost you know? want to. I almost think we should attach that recording. And I, I know you don't want to burn through the material because that'll happen if oh, you test the. No, it's, like, it's fine. It was good. I was just like, here, here's an open mic that I did a while ago, yeah. so you guys can actually hear my shit. You know, I might, I might attach that. I might, because it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, like being out in New York City, man. It's, it's one of those things where like, you find yourself, you find yourself just, you know, living and 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 fighting and scratching and clawing like you, like I was doing here in Connecticut. But you feel like you're more. You feel, you feel like you're a part of something bigger, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know if it's a scale because of New York City or is it because 
you know, when you're there and you're doing well, you know, you feel confident, you know, you feel really confident. Like when I get people coming up to me after these mics, like this one kid, I know his kid Mikey, he's a funny kid, man, he's from New Mexico. Um, he, he moved out of here, he moved out about six months ago, he lives in all Long Island. By the way, here's yeah. a hack joke, don't tell Donald Trump there's a New Mexico. Oh, He's already got a problem with the old one. Oh, that's a pretty funny so, joke. No, it's not. <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. That's so. funny. Well, no, his kid comes up to me. He's like, yeah, man, watching you makes me want to have to go back and start writing more. I'm like, word, thank you. But my shit's awful. <laughs> like, but again, like, that's, I think any of us, no matter what you do, you want to be inspiring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that goes both ways. Like, if you're like an evil bastard, you want to inspire people to be evil, too. Like, oh, yeah, follow my way. But I'm, I'm just in general, which you shouldn't, by the way. If, if Hitler's out there going, you know, like, let's kill all the Jews, don't yeah. please don't be inspired by that. But, well, they're inspired by Trump. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of motherfuckers out there yeah. that are like, I just like that he speaks his mind. You mm-hmm. know, but don't be inspired by that, please, by all means. But... Anybody in life, like, if you can inspire someone to do anything at all that's, like, in line with what you're trying to accomplish, that's the probably the most amazing feeling in the world, second maybe, I guess, to, like, you know, being a, being a father. Yeah, or, or pussy. That, too. Yeah, Which is know? part of being a father. Well, yeah, at first, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's part of being a father. Yeah. And maybe not so much... Uh, afterward, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's but the journey's been great, guys. Since I left, you know, I spent like a whole half an hour on this shit. But like, yeah. you know, all right, let's talk about Star Wars. Come on. Oh yeah, that white guy <laughs> saving the galaxy. No man, so full of shit. Listen, that dude's sleeping right now. No. <laughs> the black yeah. guy is sleeping. Has he, has he, he got the out. itis. He got like, the niggeritis now. No. <laughs> that guy got Jesus the itis Christ. and he fell asleep. He ate some turkey right. and he's out. And the white girl's like, "I'll be back." Yeah, I got force and you don't, nigga. <laughs> How did I get forced? White privilege mind. Yeah. No, stop. This, but that's the whole thing. Like, it's all, it's all like the best kind of social justice. It's a woman who, you know, they have they for for most of our history have not been considered to be equal to men. Yeah. And then you have a a black man. Like, my honestly, my favorite character in the movie is actually this this black guy that I bought yesterday. Oh, Finn. Uh, yeah, Finn's great. I love Finn because Finn is our way into the movie. Finn is 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 the like the guy who has to make like the the moral decision to like stop the the nonsense that he thought was you know what he. Was was supposed to be doing and decide what he thinks is right and then and in like and he, but he's also uh you know trying trying to save his own skin but then like decides like okay well it's not just about me is it there there are greater things going on right now that i need to be a, a part of did, yeah. you, did you actually watch the movie or you just making jokes no i was actually there for did it. you see the fuck you yeah. saw you well, hold on rob yeah, he, well, hold on rob <laughs> <laughs> you Picked your body up, (laughs) and you conveyed yourself in some way, shape, or form to a movie theater, and then you sat down with a billion people. No, not that many people. Really? It was actually a matinee in Hartford, Bowtie. There's not that many people. There wasn't that many people, Dude, it was like, seriously. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. yesterday. It was right. Friday. It was a Friday. It was a Friday. I don't know when this movie came out. I thought it came out on the 18th. Well, yeah, yeah, um, Thursday night it came out. That's what what me and my friends Jesus fucking But still, I mean, it's breaking records and everything. Oh, yeah. I'm record smackers. Fuck it. But no, my thing is, like, I went there early. I went there early because I knew that I didn't want to be around a bunch of fucking people. Uh, But my Listen, it's always some, it's the white chick who's got the force, so she beats out, but it's it's a chick. out this dude. Yeah, if it was a black woman, then I'd be like, all right, oh, but, yeah. we have, but we have to wait for 9, 10, and 11, or, whatever, or 10, 11, 12, or whatever, however they're fucking doing this shit. 
she, uh, 15, 16, 17. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert, we're probably going to like go into some shit about this. Um, no, people have seen it already, probably. Well, if you haven't seen it, it, fuck it. It's a, it, it kill hand solo. No, Kylo stop Ren, it! No, don't. Kylo Ren is a bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's a you know he, he can't speed. You know, I, I did say spoiler alert. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, cat, every time he That's spills milk, he goes crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just feel bad for all the mothers out there who's gonna have to name their kid Kylo Ren. Yeah, it's it's not a great name. I, I actually, I mean, I, I actually I, like the name Kylo, but Kylo. I like the name Kylo. It'd be a good middle name. It'd be a good first name. Eh, be a good middle name, but better name than Jaden. We need less Jadens. Oh in the world. My God, yo! I don't mean to be racist. Murder but. the Jadens. Yeah, take there all the Jadens like, out. Thank God there's not a Star Wars character named Jaden because then it would like go to a, uh, another I place. I well, no, I was uh, Star Wars. It was a good movie. Yeah, it, was it was fun. Good. I mean, I almost tapped out ten minutes in. Because you're Rob, yeah. Because I just can't. I was like, I'm like this. But did you did you go with Erica? And, yeah, yeah. And we Brooke, watched. Brooke go or no, no. Brooke didn't go. She was in school. Okay. But we might take her to another one. We might take her to another show. On. Yeah. I mean, but look, I, I bet Erica liked it. Yeah, Eric, of course, she yeah. likes that bullshit. <laughs> you know, I mean, I thought Kyle was straight, man. Thought, even though he killed his father and all that, yo, that whole family is fucking ruining the galaxy. I, just, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, really, I, I, I can't wait to see like what the motivation was for him to stop being a Jedi and start uh, being real. This is the real world. Yeah, no, just, no. Oh, yeah, just start being like his grandfather and shit that he never met. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah, and, and, and like uh, the other thing too is, I, I don't know. Like that's that, that's the thing. Like I always said that um, if 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 you're the the new uh, quote unquote uh, first order, that's basically the remnants of the empire. You don't necessarily know the story of what happened at the end of Return of the Jedi. Like, for all you know, Luke Skywalker picked up his dad and that old guy and threw them both in the fucking, you know, the pit or whatever. I remember that. But but the fact of the matter is that Kylo Ren is, you know, uh, Leia and Han's son and was trained by Luke, so he must know the actual truth of what happened. He should. Why would he be like, I just Because they're fucking shitty-ass parents and nobody talks to each other in this family. That happened afterwards. (laughs) And I guarantee she and the that. bitch is probably probably uh, Luke's daughter and shit because that's maybe that could be. I don't, but you know they don't reveal it yet. Of course they don't reveal nothing yet because everybody's fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> and there's then a galaxy far, far away where people yeah. can't keep their dick in their pants, and they fucking create shitty children. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just fucking. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm not one. I like Star Wars a good amount, but I'm not one of these people that's over the moon about Star Wars. Uh, yeah, it's a movie. Uh, <laughs> so, so like, I really enjoyed the movie, but I'm not like, oh my god, my life is fucking different now because I've seen this. No, like, I thought J.J. I thought Abrams, it was really good. Yeah, like, J.J. Abrams did a good job. At the end of the day, my favorite movie of the year is probably Creed. Creed moved me like, oh, like it was, Creed was fucking amazing. I gotta go watch Creed. You should watch Creed. I'm probably gonna watch Creed by myself. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of being in New York, sometimes you just want to do something, you know, some like. By myself. I might go watch it by myself one day just to kind of yeah. kill time. But like, if I have a day off by myself, actually, I might. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But no, it's um. I heard that was a good movie. It's no, I, really good. Like really, really good. You know, I like. I like. I mean, like with Star Wars and everything, because you know you try to you try to pick up on it and you try to like figure out. People like to foreshadow a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I tapped out of these universes, man. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Like, this, like, apparently, 
the X Men movie that's coming out next year. It's like, so what happened with the X Men movies with with Bald Dude? With um, wasn't wasn't Patrick Stewart? Wasn't Patrick Stewart like in the in the? In yeah, back he's, to the, he's he's future, you know, like or I should say, present day sort of. So uh, what are these movies major. based on? Are they based this on the past? This, yes, this one takes place. The new one that's coming out takes place in the eighties. Oh, so no the wonder. music's gonna be great. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's true. Uh, the hair is going to be really good. So um, wait a minute. So I'm going to be turned on by all the ladies because so I have no affinity green? toward that. Uh, he, I didn't, we don't know yet. He might be in it. He might not be in it. Mm, they like doing that. And Spider-Man's coming out for ten minutes in the <laughs> yeah. in the Civil yeah. War movie. But he, they hopefully, a little bit more than that. He but. said they might. He might make an appearance in another movie. Though, yeah, the, the rumor is that he might be in Doctor Strange. I guess. <sighs> ain't nobody watching that fucking movie. Yes, they are. It's Marvel. But motherfuckers went to go see Batista and a oh, raccoon. Yeah, <laughs> they liked it though. Yeah, because it was good. If they can, if they can pull off Electra, Marvel can do anything. If now. they can do, if they can do Electra, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll give them props. Electra's going to be in the new Daredevil uh, season on Netflix. Oh, where? The, oh, I never watched that shit. You gotta watch it. Daredevil's a great. Yeah, me. we talked about it a lot actually. Like one whole episode, I think, or not not the whole thing, but we did speak. On it quite a bit. I can't fucking remember. That's okay. Listen, <laughs> I, I get it, man. You go home, TV comes on, you're listening to Stuart Scott Wannabe's no, talk I, about shit that you claim not to care about. Honestly, it's I'm all good. Honestly, I haven't watched any TV since I left. Do you have a TV at your place? I do, and I have cable. And the thing is, Why? I yeah, I I just because one, I don't have time for it, and yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. I play my video game a lot. It helps relax Which one? me. Which one? Like, um, I play like uh, the NBA Two K Sixteen. I got Fallout Four, and everybody apparently has that. Yeah, I got friends who like don't talk about anything else. It's all right. Fallout Four is all right. Yeah. It's a fucking. You know why? Because I don't know the game. So I. And now, that, <laughs> but now that I'm getting older, like um, this is the thing. Now I don't say now I'm getting older. Now that I have. A purpose, yeah. Like, so the you're just falling out. Of, you just—I don't say I'm falling out of love with. You. I mean, I love my video games, but I'm just like I'm, I'm, my mind is so focused on other shit. The impression that I'm getting is that the only thing that's more than all right is is you is stand up. You doing stand up, which is great. It's pretty a great much. attitude to have about it. Because like you know, without my family and that too, they're, yeah, they're pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. top notch. Yeah, they're so. up there. They're up there on the list. <laughs> yeah. So not having them was like so being like when I like the first few weeks when I started working and and. Uh, and Soho in New York, I I got I would walk out of the building, and I'm like, okay, now what? Mm. Mm. What, what am I gonna do? You know, I don't have my family with me. Um, yeah. You know, like I don't I don't know what to do next. Your so, podcast partner is not. There yeah, they're doing or doing anything like that. So it's like my life that was once was no longer is, and it's like that's so temporary. Fuck, yeah, it's temporary. But I mean, like, what the fuck do I do next? In that day, yeah, 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 and it's whatever, you know. I don't. But that's the thing, like, like if you are, are walking out of your job and going, like, I don't know what to do. It's kind of I don't want to say sad, but it's like when you can't get excited about other things. No, I can get excited over it. It's just that it's not important. Okay, you know, like I watch Nick games on its own TV, and I'm thinking about going to a Nick game. But when there's so much, when you live in a city where there's so much shit to do, yeah, you don't even is think it about overwhelming it. or no? It's cool. Like I go hang out at a bar where one of my friends, one of my comedian friends that I've gotten along with lately, mm-hmm. Hannah. Uh, she she has this place at 1849 down in the village. I go hang out over there. Yeah, and you know I'll be there just chilling so out. So you become a sitcom, is what you're saying? Kinda, <laughs> I guess. 
Nah. And I talk to the same people. No, but it's just like, you know, it's, it's just fun. I mean, like, it's fun a little bit, a little bit more independence, but I kind of don't like it. But It's fun, but you kind of don't like it. Please explain this to me. I don't. Because like, it's like, it's cool. It's like, yeah, I get to go out and hang out and do shit, but it's like, yeah. But, just... you're, but you've also become used to, like, oh, my family and everything. Yeah. I can't so, see them. No, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, this is stupid. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? And then you get home, like, at one in the morning, and then you're fucking like, why? Why? Get the trains run late. <laughs> And, and coming from the village, going uptown sucks sometimes because yeah. sometimes the trains after midnight they run like at like twenty twenty minutes at a at a clip. Okay. So it's like you're not, you know, if you're sometimes you can get to be waiting fifteen, sixteen minutes, seventeen minutes for a train to come up, and that's the worst fucking thing you can do. Yeah, that that to me, like the last time I went to New York City and and had to do that, it's just like you're burning daylight just waiting for transportation. But at the same, oh, why don't you just walk? Well, it's like. Yeah, you could, but yeah, but if you take him overnight, that's when the yeah. overnights and the weekends. That's when the trains can be fucking shit. Yeah. But you get used to it. You get used to it. So it's like I've gotten you used to the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, I don't really. I don't say I don't care for much, but you know, you. I don't mean to turn you into a shell of a human being. I, I, I no, do. no, it's not because I'm trying to think about what it is that I'm actually feeling like. Yeah. You know, you just. I guess because I have a purpose, I'm focused on something, you right, know. So right. like when you have complete focus, you don't think about anything it's else. Like Creed, pretty much. You yeah, like see Creed. I'll, yeah. I'll probably end up seeing Creed. Yeah, it's like with Mike. It's like with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson became heavy champion, heavyweight champion of the world when he was like 19, 20 years old. Uh-huh. He all he did was train. He didn't have any sex, nothing. He just uh-huh. basically trained his ass off and eventually became heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. So it's like when you put your mind to something and you work hard at it and you bust your ass for it and you do what you got to do to get it, yeah. then you don't. Nothing else really matters. And the best part about it is once you become heavyweight champion of comedy. Then afterward, you can focus on important shit like pigeons and, you know, Tattoos weird hobbies, face, tigers yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. man. And Mary and Robin Givens. Yeah. But don't, don't beat her up, though. No, miss. She so, doesn't deserve that. You know, have, you, oh, have you seen her career? But no, you're right. I, I don't think no, that. It's like, it's, it's, it's it, I don't know. You just, I don't know. Like, because there's so many distractions out, man. There's like so many fucking distractions. Yeah. And it's kind of tough, man, like, weeding through those. Like, like, like legit, like, my PlayStation is a big fucking distraction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why are the successful people successful? Because they limit distractions. They know they're talented, so they have that confidence, and they won't take no for an answer. And they work their ass off to get it. And that's why people, like, are successful, because they know what they want and they go for it. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of where I'm at. So I'm thinking by this time next year, man, I really want to see my I really I'm going to see myself in a different place. I'm going to get back what I want, what I, what I left. Yeah, I mean, the impression I'm getting from you is that, like, you say the distractions are difficult to avoid, but, like, I feel like you are doing a good job of avoiding those Cause, distractions. Because yeah, the biggest distraction was, like, honestly, like, there isn't... You know, like, just getting rid of... Like, all the distractions are pretty much gone because, like, you know, even when I was home, man, even when I was in Connecticut, all I would do was work and go home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just have more flexibility now mm-hmm. to do what I want mm-hmm. and basically turn my girlfriend into a single parent. You know, like, I basically... As temporarily. A, yeah, temporarily, but as a black man, I fulfill the prophecy. <laughs> and, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, and but it's like... It's one thing to sort of 
get that freedom. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I'm cashing in some white privilege miles. To laugh yeah, at that. yeah, that's thing, but that, that's the thing. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, yeah, like, okay, so I don't have my kid, I don't have my girl. All right, mm-hmm. I got my PlayStation always there, but I mean, I, I can't. Right when I get out of the comedy clubs, I can go wherever it is that I go to. I go to the gym a lot. So it's like my mind is totally focused right now. It's like I'm so focused, man. Like, a, like it was the Jay Z's. I'm, I'm so focused, man. Till um, someone, I forgot to tell her. She said, "Tell someone to holler at me, man." I forgot what it was, but yeah. Stout, tell Stout to holler at me, man. It's like a song from back in the day, and <clears throat> it's like when you're just focused on that and that alone. You know, it's it's a different kind of focus now because before I was a junkie. That's mm-hmm. what I said. I was a junkie. It was like a hit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if I didn't have it, I get withdrawal. Are you saying around here when you were when I yeah when I was out there in New York the first time? The first it. time, okay. yeah. It's just like if I didn't get on stage, you know, it bothered me. I mean, it bothers me, but it bothers me differently now. It bothers me because it's my job. It's what I'm working towards. Yeah. Whereas before, it's just like you know, I, I felt like that was me. Like I was a comedian. Like I am a comic. It's like no, I'm 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 a, I'm a father, and, and and who happens to be a comedian. You know, who, and who's getting good at it, and and that's the thing. When you start developing that that mindset, you don't think of nothing else. You know, you, all you focus on is just getting better as much as you can. Yeah. So you do become sour to a shit, but at the same time, I do watch as much TV as I can to kind of get an idea of what's going out in the world. Because yeah. you know, you want to. I read a lot. I re- I read a lot more now than I do any any time else. But uh, just to kind of get out a idea of what's going on around you and. and and uh, you know, making uh, making references as far as my jokes are concerned, but yeah. So I wonder if reading ultimately is better than you know watching the news networks and shit because mm-hmm. you know, re- like if you're reading the newspaper, you, yes, there's probably some opinion in the stories, but not nearly as much, and it's not coming at you as as rapid fire as like watching you know whatever. Any, any kind of news network it, they're, they're full of shit too That's the thing It's like A lot of those places Are full of shit But you're I, getting I, less shit Because you're mm. You're reading it I think Yeah yeah And then you can decide It's still shitty it can, <laughs> The message is like I, go, I like to read the message board Sometimes Like the people that comment Those guys are fucking That's America's anus right there Yeah I thought There's two worst places In the world Like America is like the, It's like a parking lot mm-hmm. Like we described And America is like One big message board yeah. Where you know where people will talk about something, but actually won't make change. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. and they feel like they feel like their voice or their opinion is better than the other person, and all they're trying to do is trying to like you know score something on the next guy. That's like, yeah, gotcha, singer. <laughs> news for all of you: your opinions aren't any better than anyone else. No. Especially like if you can't even formulate a proper sentence in in commenting, if you don't care enough. To use punctuation properly, like oh. your fucking opinion's dumb and doesn't matter. Sorry, no, I just it. and it's all bullshit to be honest yeah. with you. And then that's the thing. That's what another another thing where I step <coughs> excuse me step away from that stuff sometimes. Like I'll comment on something every now and then. It's like I'm put like who gives a fuck? I've gotten <laughs> banned twice off a of Bleacher Report. Cause I was just curse. <laughs> Complaining about wrestling. Yeah, no, I just talk shit about whatever. It's like, man, it's like, who gives a fuck about all this shit, nigga? And that would be, be my that be my uh, post. Yeah. You know, because people go hard body for their sports teams, and they go hard for like you know, because those are the things. Like people care about things that they can't fucking control. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, we can't care control our our, our you know people can try to control their family. They can. <clears throat> But people like go like for like their sports teams and 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 like for like 
politicians they go hard for right. or or what they you know like shit that or like well, shit that's going on around the world i can understand if you're passionate about politics because that actually has actual effect on like your life ultimately yeah. but when it comes down to whether or not like the packers win why why, why do you give that yeah. much of a fuck yeah or some, uh, and or I, some I, shitty referee that doesn't know how to yeah. laugh right i mean i have been upset about sports in my life even though i'm not the biggest sports fan in the world I've been upset when, like, something bad happens where, like, the Yankees beat the Red Sox in certain, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like, 2003. I was very upset about that, the the, the, the uh, ALCS. Um, I don't know why, <laughs> though. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it, but, All like, right. well, that's that. But people get upset when, like, it's just a normal game and they, like, people, people get hit because of the, that sort of thing. You know, people yeah. people break valuable things in their house. Yeah, and, and people fight in the stands yeah, and like I go like why? right now they I go to these games because it's a family thing now. You know, I go there because it appeals to me as a family man, yeah. not because it appeals to me as like a sports fan. You know, like well, I'm it's, it's something to do to get out of the house and yeah, like the only team I would say that really gets me, like I'm because my grandfather used to be, a, he was a Yankee fan, so I started following the Yankees more intently when he passed away back yeah. in '98, '97. I mean, so I started following them very intently, and then, um, but I was also a Mariner fan as well. So mm-hmm. like you know, so I kind of like two baseball teams, which is you know, yeah. bullshit and and to people in sports, but fuck them because it's yeah. all like yeah, it's all about doesn't matter a, anyway. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I mean, my heart goes to those teams. But the New York Knicks, I would say, is probably the only team that will probably upset me. But I was like, oh, goddamn Knicks. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, that's, and it's done. <laughs> are, uh, real quick, are you a Griffey guy? Yes, I was a big Griffey fan. Okay. So I, only, I, I, I saw something on Facebook where someone was selling, like, a 1990s framed, like, photo. Big, like, you know, like a poster. And I was like, I bet Rob would like that, maybe. Oh, yeah. But I didn't buy it. I, I almost uh, did. No, I, dude, I fucking, I had his jerseys. I had his jersey, his video game. Yeah. I mean, I was a big time which, Kendrick Jr. fan. Which we have critiqued, and it's fucking sick. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a classic it's a game. Meme about that. Yeah, um, dude. Like, but it's um, it just but I don't know, man. Because I, I got nothing to say about anything. Like. Oh really? I'm, we haven't been talking this whole time. No, I'm boring. I'm a boring <laughs> no, dude. Not. You realize how boring shit is. You look at life. I think what is happening now is everything that I've been through in the past eight years. Between when I moved in 2008 to New York, coming back, moving back, and now seven and a half, almost eight years from the initial move. Yeah. It's almost like it's all coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, like the journey is still still there I'm still walking there obviously and still climbing still struggling still fighting still crash, scratching and clawing but I feel like now with the jokes I've been doing even back in 08 to 09 and now it's like it, it all makes sense and I'm on finding a ways to sort of string them together and, and, and it's, it's it's actually it's working and now I got new eyes new new eyes new ears new mouth I got this new perspective that I didn't have at 25, 26, 27, 28, 29 when I had my daughter around that time. But it just it just makes sense now. I'm telling you, like, I don't know. It's, just, it's hard to explain, I guess. Like, I lead a boring-ass life. There ain't much going on in my life. But you say, that's a funny thing. You say that, but I, I, what occurred to me just now is, like, I think you're the only person in real life that I know that is actually, like, 
pursuing what they want to do and what they what they feel that they were. I don't you know I don't want to put some destiny bullshit on it, but like what you feel like you're meant to do, right? Like everybody, like everybody else is doing fine. They're they're okay, but like <clears throat> I don't know anybody that's like, oh God, you know, uh, I'm really happy uh, working at. Uh, whatever, you know, X job. Wherever, uh, wherever, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have an X job, too. That's yeah, true. Of course, but, of course. but you're also doing this. Yeah. And, and, you, and you, did, you, you, you did it before. You had uh, a family situation that you had to deal with, but also helped you to grow. And now you're back. And you're still pursuing it. You haven't given up on it. And it's it, you know, like I said, you're like you're almost like a fictional character in that. Way. Oh, really? No, in, just in that, like because I don't know anyone else that's actually tried to do that. Because you don't you don't even think about it. I tell people all the time when you when it comes to doing the things that you want to do, yeah. you know you have you, you know you you know you got to do them when you realize that you have to do them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like you have yeah. to. Like, I you just have to. Yeah. Like, I had like there was no other choice. Like, yeah. I had no other choice whatsoever than move back. Like, no matter how much I tried to fight it, no matter how much I tried to step away from it, no matter how much I tried to put it on the back burner, mm-hmm. no matter how much I tried to tell myself that, oh, you know, I, I, I'll just do it uh, tomorrow or some shit. Like, you, I just couldn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was you just it. It manifests itself into truth, and then it manifests itself in something being real. Yeah. So I appreciate you saying that, but you don't think about it. Like I like I tell people all the time is like you know you you can't. It's hard to see the growth when you're growing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's it's hard, and you can't you can't really do that until you sit down with yourself. Yeah, and then sort of take a look at what it is you've done, and evaluate, and jot things down, and. Yeah. And figure out that oh wow I did this okay I did that oh wow I mean you almost have to like take a look at an old photograph of yourself metaphorically yeah go like okay well what I'm trying to remember what Rob was back in 2009 yeah and you look at that and like oh god well there was growth but you can't see it as it's happening oh yeah if you yeah. yeah 2009 there was a lot of promise and there's still more promise and after six and a half years of doing comedy you know I feel like I'm better as a as human being than I am as a comedian. You know, there's a lot of things I'm trying to get rid of and start stop doing because of like they're they're detrimental to me. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, is just being hard. And even to the point that you know, like Eric and I openly speak about it. Yeah. And it's like it's one of those things where it's like, oh shit. Well, I'm glad that we can fucking talk about it because it's something that's been uh, affecting me so much over my lifetime. Yeah. I, it's funny that you say that too because it just occurred to me that like the fact that you you feel like you're better as a human being is important in comedy because comedians and especially I think stand-up comedians and 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 people who man, I don't want to say like talk show hosts or anything like that but, but but like like John Stewart for example is more so an ambassador for humanity than he is even like a funny person yeah you know what i mean like yeah. that's that's what comedians do in the world, it's like it's all social commentary. Like, yeah. like, I, like I, I had a crowd rolling. I had a crowd going the other night when I sent you that the, that that um, particular uh, uh, snippet of uh, yeah. that of my set, like that whole set I sent you, um, the audio recording rather. Yeah, yeah. People that were laughing in that room were, were all like comedians. Yeah. It's like, Which is great, by the way. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> the like, best feeling in the yeah, world. It's like, and you think about it, it's like I did, it was unexpected. Yeah. And you know, I've been working on the same bits for for weeks now. And 
you know, it's starting to come coming coming its way, and then like now it's trying to add more to it and and, and polish it and refine it and and just do it. That's within my truth, but yeah. you know, having that uh, having having that that feeling of oh, excuse me, that's a reflux. Having that feeling of oh man, I might have to say it one more. Yeah, right. I'll take it. That's, yeah, we are thirty year old men <laughs> chowing down on fucking. Yeah. You want one, one, another one? I'm good. I had three. My fourth on, one. At, um, I'm basically tons. Yeah, but all right. Like I was saying, you know, to have that. Get many, ready for a chalky rest of the podcast. Right, right. <laughs> but have that many people like have people come up to me after the mic or during the mic when I was yeah. getting ready to go because I try to stay as long as I can just to respect the people that went on after me. And um, you know, they, people say, "Oh, no, that was a good set. That was a really good set." You know, like thanks, man. You know, and you can see it in their eyes that they mean it. Yeah, you know, some people say good set, like oh, fuck you. But these guys were like really, really meaning it. Mm-hmm. And I think what it did is just kind of opened their eyes to a different things, saying, "Wow, this this Rob Santos guy is pretty good." Mm-hmm. And and now the confidence is getting out there. And I think yeah. with a guy like, especially like to kind of bring it back, like with Ricky, man, people started noticing that he was good because he already knew he was good. It's mm-hmm. Just once you get other people to notice that you're good, your confidence goes through the roof. Yeah. But for me, I just grew up in an era where like. You know, my mom was just someone who was like, he's a, she's a major part of my life, but she would always constantly make me humble myself. She's almost a part of the show. Yeah, well, which would have been funny, you know. I don't know if it's on. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it stopped. It stopped. If we were, okay. if we would have had it like on the uh, on the computer, it would have showed up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and you just got to find a way to humble yourself. So to kind of go in, like, yeah, I'm a shy dude, man. Like, I'm I'm a I'm a chill, laid back guy. You know, not much really gets to me like it used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, I just find ways to sort of like, ah, oh, shoulder shrug shit. Yeah. Like, I was shorted eight hours on my check. Mm, and I was boy, like... Don't you shoulder shrug that. I was like, I'll charge it again. <laughs> 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 because like, what are you going to do? It's like, I can go through this whole thing and try to like... I still got enough money to get by. You know, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, I got a... Um, Actually, it wasn't too much of a bad thing because I got a referral bonus for referring Erica to work at the store. So, you but they have gotten that anyway. No, I got it I'm, anyway. I'm anti shrugging my shoulders for you right yeah. now. I'm, I'm angry. No. It's like, but <laughs> the thing is, money. they taxed me so hard. Yeah. So if I would have gotten an extra day, I probably been taxed even more. So it ended up evening out. It's sort of. in a sense, and also I didn't use any of my vacation time, yeah. which I can use in the future. So it's like I see the major benefits. Well, but here's the thing, though: if you if you tell them, hey, you know, you didn't put this day on there, you could couldn't you get like a check for just that day, or at least they would, they, they would include it on the next check. They would add it on the next check, then it would be considered would overtime, tax. and then they would no, fucking no, tax it shouldn't be though. They'd, it shouldn't be inclu- uh, considered overtime. It maybe. should just be like special, like you know, you, we fucked up time. I, I, I thought about it, but I might. But you got the thing it. is, I might. I I, I just like ah, it's only money. <laughs> you know, like I, I mean, mean, listen, I'm I'm not a materialistic douche, but, shit or anything, but like you know, you you worked, yeah, it's you the know, principle. But no, the thing, no, I called out. I called out, so and you I, didn't. Work. No, I didn't work, but I called out and I put it in as vacation time. Oh, and oh, they, and, right, and forget and it. They though. made it. That's why I wasn't mad. Okay. I mean, if well, you I, need to tell me that. Yeah, oh no, no, but no, you make sense. No, you make sense. If I now, if I would have worked it, then yeah, I would. Oh, no, yeah, I would have been singing a whole totally different tune. I would have been no nigga. <laughs> GP, so yeah, yeah, of, of, yes, of a general principle, <laughs> maybe my shit. But yeah. you know, but the thing is, like, yeah, you just find out what's important to you, go with it, man. And 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 it, I just been working and, and doing this shit, man, and just really getting the opportunity to sort of grow within the whole ideal of being an open micer again. Yeah, like I'm an open micer. 
<laughs> I'm at the bottom of the fucking barrel looking up at everybody but it's okay. I remember. You know, but oh, no, I'm not. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do know one thing is, even though I may be considered an open micer, in my mind, I'm not. Yeah. But I do know one thing is, you got to pay your dues and I got to get my name back. So I'm getting my name back. And that's right. basically what it is. It's like, yo, when people say Rob Santos, like, yo, that's a funny dude. Yeah. One thing I've always noticed that when people come up to me, and again, this is a very Rob heavy show, uh, is that. They'll come up to me and say, I like your style. Mm-hmm. That's a nice hoodie you're wearing. Yeah, like, but not even, like, you know, when they say, yeah, you know, like, when they say, it's like, Rob, I like your style. Yeah. They like my approach, they like how I convey my messages. You've got, you've got listen, I, look, I was going to say, like, I know it sounds like on every one of these episodes, I'm sucking the fuck out of your dick. Which is pretty It's cool. only, oh. be- <laughs> it's only because... I, I honestly believe in you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You know what I mean? And, and and I want. That's why I want you to, to attach the audio file at the end because I think people should listen to it because your audience should broaden. But that's the th- the thing I want to say is you just have a presence. Like when you're on stage, like we're having fun now. We're 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 hanging out. We're talking and everything. But you're different when you're on stage. Yeah. You 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 have a great presence. And that's what I'm trying to teach these motherfuckers, I guess. I don't know. But thank you. No, I mean, that's the thing. And that's the thank you so much for saying that. That's the feedback I get from people. And to me, it's just like, it's, even with, when I sat down afterwards and I did the, that particular set, and this woman who's been doing it for a long time, she's like, man, you got it. So like, you're one of the special ones. And yeah. so like you had the best out of the mic tonight. So I'm not trying to go for the best that's set the, of the that's mic. That's the thing. Like, you were, you, you, <laughs> people think, oh, my God, he must have been born with the Force. Yeah. But you were actually trained earlier on, too. Oh, like yeah. You just, you just were away from it for a little while, yeah. in a sense. And, and now you're back, and it's like, I still got the Force, motherfucker. Yeah. I can't mind trick you, motherfucking ass. Yeah. I tell you what, four years of doing it out here, because once you do it in Connecticut, man, yeah. I think the, because I did it backwards. Like, most of people, like, typically the average, typically more, unless you're born in New York City. Unless you're born and raised in New York City, you start you doing start it out there. You start where you're from, which generally is a smaller place. Yep. Then you go out. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that the opposite way. I tried a little bit here. Remember, I tried a little bit yeah, here yeah, and yeah, there, yeah, yeah, and, and and it wasn't really doing much. But I feel it's like a small pond. But no sure. offense to everybody in Canada yeah. who's doing comedy, but it but, is. But remember, at the time in 2007, yeah, 2008ish, yeah, Webster Underground, shit yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Like that shit didn't even exist. None of that stuff existed, yeah. man. I mean, that stuff existed, but it was nothing else going on. The scene is bigger now. It's, it's very, it's, it's a yeah. lot more. There's more money to be made now. But the thing is, at the time, it wasn't much. Cool. I don't really consider myself. I just was a guy who was starting to stop it. Yeah. So I consider myself a New York comedian because I started doing that. All right, cool. I gotta be gone soon. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So like he, um, like so when I left, man, it was just it made when I left. Honestly, like I, uh, I was like living in New York and I was doing it out there, and I felt like I started there. And then when I came back, it's like holy shit, it's totally different now. And I got used to doing long time here. So now when I go in New York and I try to do time out there for like five, seven, ten minutes, mm-hmm. word, it's nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's fucking nothing. So, all right. So I my think, man, you yeah. said Jay Sute is coming. So yeah, sorry guys. No, nah, he's gonna give me at my mom's house. All right, I'll drop you off. Oh, cool deal. Right. So hey guys, I really appreciate your time, man. We actually gotta cut this. I got a good hour and some That's change not, going. You know, honestly, you know, in in the best way possible, that actually felt longer than an hour. You know, yeah. how most people are like, oh my god, if it took forever, that felt like we've been hanging out for all day. Yeah. 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 I gotta go destroy my mom's toilet though. But. <laughs> I'm, I'm being at the Funky Monkey. 
Yeah, tonight. And Shasha. You won't hear this because it probably won't get released until like Monday or something, I imagine. Yeah, the probably I probably won't. Yeah, Monday because tomorrow my day's fucked tomorrow. Yeah. And then Monday, I'll probably get it Monday. Yeah. I'll get it during the week. Yeah. All right, cool. Before Christmas, at least. Yeah, oh, definitely before Christmas. Definitely before Christmas. But all right, man. We'll see you guys later. And as always, let's get these hoes. Happy holidays. (laughs) 